Cheers, big ears. And welcome to the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. We are your hosts, Leanne. And I'm Lyle. And we are not your usual travel influencers. No, we've decided we want to be travellers that travel under the influence. Okay, good joke? Reasonable. (laughs) Well, there's plenty more where that come from. So join us as we travel the world one wine at a time. Hola and welcome back to the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. Hi, honey. Buenos dias, Leonita. I'm really happy today. Do you know why? <laughs> no. Well, Tell because me. we're talking about one of the most glamorous cities in Spain. Sí, sí. Marbella. Marbella, Marbella, Which has Marbella. A, one of our favourite um, uh, day trips. Sure. Do you know, we say that, I was listening um, to some episodes and um, we say that every time. One of our favourite, one of the best... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're very repetitive, but just we're enthusiastic, right? Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. We've got a great attitude. <laughs> so Marbella, or Marbella, as people say, but us, you know, Spanish speakers, um, Marbella. Can you tell us a bit about it and um, history and where it is and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, sure. It's got a population of about one hundred and forty-two thousand. So it's not one of the biggest cities. No, it's not. Um, and the old city's quite small. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city resort area is a, it's Mabay is a city resort area on the southern uh, Spain's Costa, Costa del Sol, Sol part of Andalusia. Yeah. Uh, it's the backdrop. It's got the Sierra Blanco Mountains, um, and it's got about twenty-seven k of sandy Mediterranean beaches, villas, hotels and golf courses. Yes, it's very glamorous, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, west of the Mabea town, the golden mile of prestigious nightclubs and coastal estates leads to the Puerto Banos marina filled with luxury lots and surrounded by upmarket shops and bars. And mm. that is no exaggeration. Sure, yeah. Well, we'll talk about our, our trip to Puerto Banos. Um, in a little while. Sure. Yeah. Now, the history yes, uh, of Marbella. Look, it's got all the normal Spanish history, you know, initially the Phoenicians, then the Romans, then Islamic rule. Um, but uh, in 1485, the town passed into the hands of the Crown of Castile. The Plaza de los Naranjos was built along the lines of Christ, uh, Castilian urban design about this time. Um, sugar cane was introduced to the Marbella in uh, 1644, resulting in construction of numerous sugar mills. Now, back in the day, sugar was like gold, like gold. Yeah, so they traded um, that pretty heavily. Didn't yeah. They? So uh, the first hotels were built uh, was built uh, El Comercial in 1918. El Comercial. El Comercial. Yeah, in 1918, and the Miramar in 1926. Right. Nationalist forces seized Marbella during the first months of the war, and that's the Civil War, and became a haven for prominent Nazis. Mm. So uh, Richard uh, Sariano, Marquis of Ivani, moved to Marbella and uh, popularised it amongst the rich and famous friends, his rich and famous friends. In mm. 1943, he built a resort, Venta y... El Burgues, El Rodeo, beginning the development of tourism in Marbella. Mm. Okay, now. Yes. Serrano's nephew, you're not going to believe it, Prince Alfonso. Uh, really? Another Alfonso uh-huh. opened the Marbella Club in 1954 
an international resort aimed at movie stars, business executives, and nobility. So, you know, the big thing that I got out of the the, the history side of it is that I think there may have been a bit of uh, graft and corruption because <laughs> the uh, the guy that actually uh, built uh, the Puerto Banos, uh, Jose, was a good, very, very close friend of Franco's. Oh, okay. So, look... Right from the very start, Mabea was aimed at the rich, the famous, and the beautiful, the and the yeah, and the glamorous, yeah, and it and it. It's carried it, on that though, hasn't sure, it? and it is what it is, you know. Um, yeah. So they, the 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 little um, the old town. I'll let you describe it because yeah. that's your my thing, your thing. Yeah. It was stunning. We uh, had an apartment just around the corner from the Plaza de Naranjos. Um, which, you know, someone told me that was the, the most beautiful um, plaza in, um, in Marbella. And, and it really is like it, it's one of those plazas that still has the, the, like has cobblestones and all the little restaurants and cafes opening onto it and the, and the orange trees. But to make it look a little bit more spectacular, all the cafes have bright orange yeah, um, I remember um, umbrellas. You know, um, but that's not why it's called the Plaza de Naranjos. It's because it was oranges. That's what yeah, the orange trees. Yeah, um, so you know you can't not go to Mabi and, and check out that the pla- that plaza. And we were you know maybe a uh, fifty to one hundred meters from that, so we spent a bit of time eating in in that plaza. But around the old town, you're right. The old town isn't big, but yeah, it's like a little. Um, white village as well isn't it you know it's got the the buildings are, are white there's pretty patios some of the streets there's no no cars in the old town you can't drive in no, um, no, no. i remember when the taxi dropped us off i don't know if you remember but he said you basically have to walk up there and around the corner and in and out and, that's how i do remember yeah, yeah yeah so um so that makes it really nice i like those old towns where you can't drive um yeah because it's just lovely walking around so, you know, there's the balconies with the plants and the, and the shops with the, the beautiful sort of doorways and the displays and, you know, the, the clothes and the stuff that come out onto the, the streets. You know, you can wander around just looking at those shops for, for so long. It was and really, there's Bougainvillea everywhere. So beautiful, right? Um, and then, you know, around another corner, there's another sort of plaza area, which is um, oh, where a lot of people eat, you know, like it's a bit like the tapas area, isn't it? Sure. The street and... Um, and that's where there's like the flamenco shows and, and things like that. So that's much more the night. Yeah, the that was. Remember, hour. we were going to go to the flamenco show. It was just a bit late for us. It was wasn't about, it? And, but it didn't start till about eleven o'clock. So yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, it was about twenty five euro, I think, each. So that wasn't cheap. But in saying that, that in that same plaza, which was really uh, dominated by tapas, uh, tapas and, yeah. and remember, uh, you could get six tapas for ten euro. Sure, yeah, and yeah, we did so, that a few well, nights. But, um, yeah, so as much as it is mm. really promoted for the rich and famous, like you can still get really reasonably priced yeah. food. Yeah. And even uh, on the beach side, there's so many of those, um, the cafes there, you know, full av- promoting full Eng- English breakfast for five euro. Yeah, that was because um, a lot of English tourists as well, sure. wasn't there? And the, um, the other thing that was um, interesting about that, Plaza de Naranjas is um, we were sitting there one day in a cafe and the the whole cafe was full right and um, there's a a girl in a long flowing dress you know and and she's got her her poor partner he's trying to take photos of her and she's instructing him and so she's holding the dress out and then he's you know he's taking the photo and 
she's going back over and you know, basically getting up him. She was not happy. <laughs> she and, was doing a critique of his photography. And he's getting shittier and shittier every time. And, uh, and we're, not, we're not talking one, two or three. You know, I, I reckon he got up to about 30 photos sure. that, he, that he'd taken. And, you know, honestly, she was just standing in the same spot. She wasn't, she wasn't doing anything different. And I don't know what, what he was stuffing yeah. up, but it, it was... And he I was, think it was probably the first time I had... Um, experienced an influencer. Yeah, trying to get that trying to get the photo. Anyway, once um, the the last photo was taken, and um, you know he went to put the camera away, the whole cafe restaurant area we all broke into applause. applause yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they must have been so embarrassed. Like it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And, and but no one was really uh, in in the cafe. Were sort of. Um, letting on that they were watching them. No. It was just incidental that everybody in that cafe went on was watching them. so long. And, yeah, you and know. the poor bugger, he, yeah. he caught plenty. Yeah, so that, that was, um, yeah, so Mabe is a beautiful old town and that Plaza de Naranjos and the Tapas area is all very close and if you stay anywhere in that old town, you'll be you'll be close to that. Um, uh, my my uh, word for, for the old town is pretty. Yeah, okay. It sure is pretty. Yeah. Quaint, pretty. Yeah, it's one of the prettier ones, that's for sure. Um, it oozes like um, the rich and famous, though, doesn't sure. it? Sure, yes, it does. Do you remember, though, before we move on, we went to a restaurant, um, we, well, for your birthday. We were there for your birthday, and we went and we were the only ones there, but that was a nice, you know, they've oh, got like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. those um, courtyard areas on yeah. a lot of the restaurants. Well, another day we went to a, a restaurant and... Um, I'm trying to think what it what it was called. Oh, um, El Patio de Mariscal, and it was a seafood restaurant. And um, you went, you could go sit in the restaurant, and you could walk through it, and which we did. So they've got the enclosed patio at the back. Now the patios are got that white walls. They've got the blue trim. Mm. They've got plants and tables and trees out there. It was really beautiful. And we're sitting there having our dinner. And the waitress burst into song. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, and then the ma- opera, you know. Yeah, um, and then the um, the, the matron, the oh, chef. Was it the maitre d? No, oh, the maitre d came out. Yeah. So there was a lady sang first, and yeah. the, and then the guy. Um, and then a chef came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was pretty. Um, and yeah, and they were uh, performing. And it was, it was operatic. Yeah, it? it was. It was fabulous. Yeah. So. Um, the reason I remembered um, to bring that up is because um, if you go to our Instagram at Beach Travel Wine and go across to Marbella um, and watch the, there's a few videos there and one of them is, you know, when you're eating dinner and, you know, the, the waitress starts to sing, you know, it, um, there's a couple of songs they do. So, yeah, it's worth going to have a look at that. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think if I remember correctly, that particular day we'd had a... We had a big day. We'd had a play day. Yeah, we'd had and a big so day. We were tired. Well, tired and emotional. We were. And I think, and we'd had probably more to drink than we should have. And we were very enthusiastic. Yeah, it was a great In relation great. to the opera singers. So it's an easy walk um, from the old town down to the beach uh, um, of Mabea, the main sort of beach area there. But to get to the beach... It's a really beautiful walk, isn't it? Mm. So you first have to, you know, get out of the old town, cross the main road, and then you end up in this beautiful park, um, which is um, on the Avenida del, um, no, the Paseo de la Alameda, which is, um, takes you into Alameda Park. Yeah. And this is a, it's a very shady park. It's got very tropical, um, lush gardens. 
and a lot of ceramic tiles and on the paseos and beautiful furniture, chairs, doesn't it? Yeah, it's um, marble paved walkways, fountains yes. and benches. Yes, fountains, um, uh, always benches. my favourite. Um, Clad with park benches, always lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, clad with classic Andalusian hand painted tiles. Beautiful. It actually reminded me of the, the, remember that walk we went on in Cadiz? See. Along the Atlantic, yeah, on yeah. along that. Yes. Uh, it's a bit promenade. like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely beautiful. Yeah, the, and I just, it's not a big park, no. um, but it's, it's very lush and, you know, they've got some modern statues in there. And once again, I've got some nice photos of that um, at our website um, on, in the blog show notes and blog post that goes with this at beachtravelwine.com. But I did do some videos of that as well um, in the story highlights. Now, if you go keep going through the park, which eventually we did, um, we went down the Avenida del Mar, which is joins the um, the Alameda Park um, to the beach, and uh, from the park to the beach down the Avenida del Mar. What's there, darling? It's lined with um, a whole bunch of um, sculptures. By Salvador Dali. Yeah. Obviously, they're not originals, but they're um, pretty good remakes. Well, I don't know what they are. No, they're not. I did find out. But they're amazing, aren't they? Oh, yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. I've got some really good pictures of those. So, you know, Dali's art work was quite out there, quite different. And these statues are... Are quite big, you, you know, like you, um, and you know they they don't mind kids climbing on them and stuff. You know, it's yeah. it's almost like a playground of um, Dali sculptures, isn't it? Sure, yeah. sure. And the day I got some um, footage of that, um, we were the only ones there. It was quite. It wasn't even that early. It was about nine a.m. in the morning, um, and that's one of the my favorite things about Spain. You know, you go out early and you get have the place to yourself, so you can wander around these these um, amazing sculptures and, and walk down um, the Avenida del Mar. Past, past the Dali sculptures down to um, the the beach area. Yeah, yeah, to Playa de la Venus. De la Venus. Venus, yes. Mm. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that was the name of the beach. We didn't spend a lot of time at the beach because we did some day trips that we're going to talk about in, in a minute. Mm. Um, but the beaches are obviously, you know, being a, a glamorous beachside place, you know, there's the cafes, you know, and the, and the bars right on the beach and, um, you, you've got, of course, the umbrellas, the thatched umbrellas, and the and the beach chairs, and it's one of those places, a bit like Buriana Beach in in there, sure. where you just go up to the bar, you know, grab yourself a drink, trot back down to your your chair, and we were there in September, so the main holiday period had finished, mm. um, so it, it was not busy at all. You know, yeah. there was plenty. Well, some of the places had actually closed up. They were starting to close up their umbrellas and that sort of thing, weren't they? So, yeah, like permanently for the for the, for the off season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what was the name of that beach again, Don? Uh, Playa de la Venus. 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 Okay. Yeah, and so. Um, we, we obviously spent a bit of time down there at the beach, um, but what we did do um, this one day is we walked along the beach to um, what we were talking about earlier um, is Puerta Banus. thing. Yeah, well, the full name is Puerto Jose Banus. <laughs> so it's about a seven-kilometre um, walk um, along the beachfront, and... When you walk along that beachfront there, once again, there's, there's cafes and, and, and bars and that's where we saw the, um, the five euro breakfast and those sort of signs along that, that walkway there. Mm. Um, 
yeah, some of those places were starting to close up and this was sort of, you know, sort of mid-September, so that's something to keep in mind. There's a couple of things along that walkway that were really uh, amazing and that is some of the um, the resorts that you could see but also some of the, the huge houses, which I'll get you to tell us about in a minute. One of my favourite things, though, was the... Um, the sandcastles. Um, I thought they were really beautiful. It, um, there's a beach called Playa El Rosaria and they do a sandcastle competition there every year. And I think they must make, mix a little bit of cement with the the sand because some of them looked so sturdy, didn't they? Yeah, there was yeah. huge castles and, yeah, once again... Amazing got, detail. Yeah, yeah. I've got some um, really gorgeous pictures of those, those sandcastles um, along the beach. So... But yeah, you can. It's it's a very uh, yeah. It's, I keep saying glamorous, but you know, some places you walk along in Spain and it's just very um, yeah, not, nowhere near the the money that you can see in these places that are on the beach. Some of these houses. So where did they come from? Well, um, to this, yeah, um, it was opened in May nineteen seventy by Jose Jose Banos, a local property developer as a luxury marina and shopping complex. Uh, it's basically known as the playground for the rich and famous. The marina bursts 950 boats, and to give you an idea of the clientele, the king of Saudi Arabia and several of the world's wealthiest individuals keep their yachts there. Yes. So So we walked down there, and um, we found a little cafe. It was actually called Cafe Jacks or Pirate Jacks or something like I that. I can't believe you remember that. Yeah, and, um, you know, I don't know. I couldn't even tell you what sort of cars they were, but they were all sporty. Oh, no, the, the red Ferraris were yeah, out the front. out the front, and yeah. we walked around the the marina and, you know, we were choosing which boat we might like to, you know, yeah. to, to take. And um, we are like, oh, my, we've got to have a drink here in, um, you know, in this gorgeous little place and, um, in Porta Banus. And we're like, we're expecting to pay big bucks, you know. But um, Captain Jack's, I think it was called. We sat and had like a burger and chips and some beer and a couple of It was of 20 euro. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't was, expensive at all. It wasn't, it wasn't expensive but at it all. But um, it certainly wasn't your stubby and thong sort of crowd, was oh, it? Oh, no. They had like the girls. There was, was jewellery and gold ripping off them. And, it was glamorous, And all the it? cars were like, I think the... The cheapest probably would have been a Maserati. Um, like the, the crazy part about it, one there's a, an Antonio Banderas Square. Mm. Um, in, there's a, na- there's a, um, a, a Rafa too. There's what is um, Nadal. Nadal. Um, oh really? Street somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. I do remember. But it's just it's it's not so, trying to be something that it's not. I mean it's. It's got it's, all the, um, you know, the Gucci's all, and the Prada's. Yeah, and Christian the Dior, the Versace's. It's all there, it's all and uh, yeah, but it was, it was, it was pretty glamorous. It was very glamorous, yeah. but it's not pretending to, to be something that it's not. Like no. it's unbelievable. It's and also then, um, a big area for golfers. Yeah, there's thirty two golf courses within thirty minutes of Mabea. Yeah, so, we're not golfers, but. But when we, uh, which when we'll we talk did. about later, when we went up to Ronda, you drive up the mountain and you're just going past one golf course after another sure. and you've got all the um, uh, the mansions mm. 
uh, a lot of them from Middle Eastern countries, yeah. like the sheets. That's what I was saying before about the, the mansions yeah. and things. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Along the, when you go, walk along, you can't see anything because they You can see got... some roofs, but you, you know they're big houses and you can see some big trees and stuff. It's, um, yeah, yeah, certainly. And the cameras are watching you. They can probably see more of you than you can yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, is there anything else um, about um, Puerto Banus that... Um, it was a seven-kilometre walk is what I can say, which meant we had to turn around and walk seven kilometres back. So we did sample a few of the bars on the way. Well, only because, you know, we felt that we needed to because of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, as you were saying, that place was um, opened, you know, or built basically in 1970. Yeah, yeah and this yeah. is the guy that was a close friend of Franco's. Right, so yeah. I think there might have been a little bit, of, you know. A little bit of money chasing. Yeah, yeah change changing hands. Yeah, but, um, but, certainly, but it also... Yes. It also has a 3.6 tonne uh, sculpture of a rhinoceros by Salvador Dali. Oh, down there. I, yeah. don't, I don't remember seeing that one. Yeah, no. I do. Okay. Was yeah. it like near the marina? Or yeah, it's, it... it's, it's right near the marina. Oh, we walked past it on yeah, the way. Good. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, 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 we did. And there's like, it's a really nice little walk. Like you go along the beach and then you have to come in a little bit over canals and right. um, little bridges and, yeah, so that's definitely, if you're going to be in Marbella, Take um, I mean, you probably hire bikes. It'd probably be easier if you don't like walking mm. like we do. Um, or or you can actually um, get walk down and there's a water taxi back. Um, yeah. yeah. Or a bus back. You know, yeah. so you don't have to have to go both both ways. So yeah, we yeah, and go and have a drink and sit there and pretend you Maserati's out the front and you know we're gonna sure. hop on a yacht and <laughs> take yeah. off from Puerto Banus. Mabella is in a great spot for a few day trips, which we did do. But one of the ones we did, which was really nice, was um, with some friends that we made. And I actually con- um, made contact with um, Jan or Janet um, through Instagram, you know, following her sort of on um, because that she's a well, she's married to Michael, who's an Aussie, and she's English, and they live in Mabella. So you know, I was asking questions and. Um, they said, well, when you come, you know, why don't you come and catch up with us? And um, which we did. So mm. um, we walked down from where we were staying into the um, uh, Alameda Park where we, we met them and they picked us up in their car. And we drove about 15 minutes um, sort of inland from, from the beach uh, to um, a hike that they took. It wasn't a long hike, but it was um, to La Concha uh, Lookout. And that's in the Sierra Blanca Mountains. So Correct. it's sort of a, um, and that you, the, you're up quite high. I should have looked at how high you were, actually. I can't remember. But you're up so high that you can basically see all of Marbella and a fair bit of the coast from, from the Sierra Blanca up there, aren't you? Yeah, uh, it's uh, 1,200 metres. Oh, good on you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you now, th- I could be talking out my ass and, and just bluffing well, my way. You could but because no, got- no, I did. I had it. It's, okay. it's definitely 1,200 metres. Okay. I wish I could have got a photo of this. The look on Lyle's face when he, you know, pulled that figure out, you know, of, he just thinks he's so clever. <laughs> what can I say? 1,200 metres. Well done. So we walked up, um, well, Jan- Janet and I sort of walked up together and the boys followed. They're, they're a lovely couple and um, very funny. Um, oh, Michael's hilarious. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed their company. So, we, yeah, so we did that, which was lovely. And then we decided um, from there you could also see a, a white village, a hillside white village in the, in the Sierra Blanca called um, Ojen, O-J-E-N. Can I just interrupt just for a sec? 
as you said, we walked up that 1,200 metres, not 1,200 metres. We'd driven up. But, but yeah. we parked the car and then we went up. Yeah. Do you remember there was only two other people up there? I do remember that. And they were Western Australian. They were from Perth, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're, we're in, you know, Marbella in uh, Costa in a lookout. Sol. In a lookout. Um, 1,200 metres above sea level in, in the Sierra yeah, Blanca. And there's only two other people there and they're Aussies. Yeah, so they're from crazy. Perth. Yeah, that that's, was funny. Um, so that yeah, so as I said, you can see like this beautiful little um, uh, white village. You know, once again, I've got some really nice photos of that and the pit and the views from um, La Concha Lookout. And uh, the town is called Ahen. And we drove there to have lunch. Do you remember the drive? Sure. Sure. Um, you we... were absolutely shitting yourself. No, well, I wasn't scared. It, I was just like I was anxious because the streets narrowed. And um, we had to put in the um, side mirrors, didn't we? Sure. And in fact, one road we went down, Michael had to reverse back out because we couldn't... And they they only had a little car. Janet was driving. Was it Janet, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, they they had to reverse out because we couldn't get through that. Because there was someone else there, like a little truck or something, you know. know. Yeah. But it was... was, They weren't phased. No, they... They, they know what to. they're doing, you know, yeah. like they, they, they were amazing, but I'm just like, oh, we're going, I can just imagine, you know, like you've, you've got the alley, alleyway narrowing and you keep driving, 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 and all of a sudden your car gets, you know, like wedged Jammed, in. Jammed, yeah. yeah. And we just like, you can't open your doors or anything. That's, that was the, um, the image I had in my, my head. You know, there's no sunroof to get out or, you know, like, um, anyway. But we made where we, were, we made it to where we were going after that fun. Sure, trip. and we went. There was a palace, a palacio. Yeah, it was. Um, it was the Hotel Mondo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and the, but that was an old palace, wasn't it? It used to be a castle. Sure. Yeah. So we had a wonderful lunch there. So it was worth the 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 tr- not I the think trouble, it was but a the pizza, trauma. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was we a really had, nice pizza. Re- well, we had pizza. Yeah, and I think there was a um, we had like an antipasto plate as well, if I remember properly, and obviously a beer or a wine to to go with that. Um, and that was yeah, that was just um, yeah, a wonderful day. With, yeah, with, yeah. With, um, we would never have gone but for Michael and, and Janet. Janet. Yeah, it was so nice. And um, you know, every time we we mentioned about going back, they say yeah, come and see us. And unfortunately, we didn't get to see them our last trip because they they weren't in um, Spain. But they were um, in France, minding yeah, dogs. Yeah, yeah, they do a lot of that dog sitting stuff. So um, yeah, if you're listening, Janet and Michael, thanks so much for that fun day. And yeah, the, and we went out for dinner that night. With them? Yeah. Yes, we did. They took us to one of the really authentic um, tapas bars in the old town, didn't they? Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. right. It was really nice. I, that's We did too. And that was sort of down a side street and, you know, you couldn't even really pass someone in that alleyway because it was so narrow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, that was... Yeah, that was that was really nice. So thanks, guys. We really enjoyed um, our day in the Sierra Blanca um, with you and having lunch and dinner. So we must have been all right because they invited us out for dinner as well. Yeah. <laughs> now we come to uh, another day trip that we took uh, from Mabelia, and um, we actually uh, took a bus. Yeah. Um, and which the bus station isn't that far from um, the old town. So we, we wandered up there and bought some tickets and hopped on a bus to... Uh, Rhonda. To Rhonda, spelt without a H. Yeah, R-O-N-D-A. Yeah. It's got a population of 34,000. It's about an hour, isn't it? Hour and ten on now, the bus, mo- and it goes three times a day. So most people um, who know anything about so this area of Spain 
have heard of Rhonda and you know the most famous thing in Rhonda is the Puente Nuevo which is um, uh, the famous bridge over the um, Tajo de Rhonda the gorge um, so but that hasn't always been there and, and the reason it's called the Puente Nuevo which means the new bridge is because they had to replace one, didn't they? They did, they yeah. did, they did. That, um, uh, Rhonda's a, a mountaintop city in Spain's uh, Malaga province, 740 metres above sea level, that is set above a very deep gorge. The gorge is the El Tajo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it separates the city's 15th century new town from its old town dating back to Moorish rule. And I have to say, it's what you say, seven hundred forty meters. Sure, that's that's the town. Yeah. So literally, we were at sea level, and we went seven hundred forty meters, as Lyle was saying before, past golf courses and things. But it was like the bus trip we went in um, Picos de Europa National Park. It was winding. <laughs> it was steep. Sure. I hated every minute of it. Yeah, well, the Puerta Nuevo, the stone bridge, spans spans, uh, the gorge. It's not Uh, wide, though, and it's just high. Oh, it's 68 metres wide, the the gorge. And it's 120 metres uh, high. Mm -hmm. Um, Just think about that, 120 metres high. Yeah, that's 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 pretty damn high. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. It's, it's very dramatic. Yeah. Um, and once again, there are really fabulous pictures um, on our website at beachtravelwine.com and obviously videos um, on our Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as Leanne said, um, the first bridge com- was completed in 1735. <laughs> Unfortunately, it collapsed only six years later, killing about 50 people. Um, So the current bridge was completed in 1793 and it was started in 1751. So that's the current bridge. And look, the thing about Rhonda is it is very, very popular tourist destination. Mm. Um, So there was people everywhere. Well, when we got there, uh, the bus station, obviously, um, you know, you walk down from the bus station sort of along one edge of the the gorge, I guess, and mm. you go past the Tourist Information Centre and a big statue of a matador, which is outside the um, bullring. Yeah, the, the, the uh, Plaza de Toros, which was built in the 18th century. Uh, and uh, Ronda's actually best known for being the birthplace of bullfighting. Right. Which was a bit weird because... 18th century, it must have been. They must have had an older bull ring than that because... Maybe, maybe, but, you know, uh, you know, like, to be honest, bullfighting, what well, I've done a little bit of Googling. Yeah. That, you know, basically... It's research. Say research, that's much more. Research, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, you know, like, it really did first present itself in Rome in the Gladiators. So. But you can go into that um, bull ring, they do tours of it. Um, and you know that's very popular Um, and then there's like a park area you know that you can walk around with paving and trees and stuff and you can look down into the gorge and you you sort of walk around that and you're like okay where are we where are we and the next thing you know you turn the corner and there is the um the the bridge you know so it the the puente nuevo this this amazing iconic symbolic bridge that if you google ronda um, this is what comes up first, you know, and yeah, it 
to ta- it doesn't take your breath away, but it's stunning, and it's um, you know, and and the one side, you know, this this or both sides is this um, sheer cliff, you know, and these old buildings on each side, and this bridge going going across, and it's still obviously people drive across it, you know, you can walk across it as well, so um, it's it's a very useful bridge. There's there's it's not the only bridge though in Rhonda. There's two others. One is um, um, something Philip Bridge, I think, and then there's one further down. So they must have built others just so they didn't rely on one, I guess. Sure. Um, and I've got a nice picture from one bridge down to down to the other. So, so yeah, I was I was rather impressed with Puente Nuevo. Um, so do you know what what, what other countries have bullfighting? Um, I would say um, Portugal. Um, yes. Um, Portugal, maybe uh, Uruguay. Ooh, no, no. No? What? Stop me. reading my notes. <laughs> what is it? Spans. Uh, Spans. Spa- Spans. Spain, France. That's a, Spans is a combination of Spain <laughs> and France. That's the people on the border. Okay. Spain, France, oh, Portugal, France. Mexico, Colombia, Venezuela, Peru, and Ecuador. Ecuador. See, only it was close. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Just, you must have just misread that one. <laughs> no, you, um, you did read them to me earlier, and I was trying to remember that. Yeah, so, um, so back to Rhonda. Um, so the side that you arrive on um, is with the side of the bull ring. If you're at the bus station, and you know, there's a sort of a, a plath area there, isn't there? That we had um, we had a look at um, before we went back to the bus station. But the lovely big um, shopping streets, you know, they had all these um, lanterns hanging down, you know, um, in all the all the colours of the rainbow. Um, just very very glamorous streets um, as well, you know. Obviously, attracting the tourists. So. Um, yeah, got a lovely video and photos of, of that, you know, which is very impressive when you're looking down this big wide cobblestone street and the, the ceiling is just all these beautiful sort of Chinese coloured lanterns out there, really nice. So, And then, of course, we cross over the Tajo de Ronda across the Puente Nuevo. Um, so we go across the bridge, um, across the gorge, and um, we have a wander around on the other side and that's where we found somewhere to have lunch, didn't we? Yeah, but did we have lunch first or did we go to... Oh, we went to the Casa del Moro. Um, La Casa del Rey Moro. So that's obviously the house of the King of Moro. Yeah, so the palace was built by the Moors in the 14th century who installed an ingenious water pumping system. The main water system ran all the way down the gully to the... Guadalavin River. Uh-huh. Um, now, no. we were at the top of this um, Casa del Moro in the garden, you know, because you can walk around the gardens, and which is really lovely, uh, which is, once again, right on the edge of the gorge. Um, but you can actually go down a staircase through a tunnel all the way down, you know, like... Um, 236 steps. Right. I counted them. <laughs> um, and as we said, the, the bridge is something 100 and something metres high, so, you know, that's about as deep as the gorge is. And I, I was not going down there. Um, but Lyle did, and he took over the, the filming um, for the... took my phone down and, and did the filming. Yes, yeah, so I became part of the production at, team. At the bottom of the, the gorge and... Um, you did a really good job, so that's worth having a look in our story highlights as well. But um, yeah, I don't know what like they say they an ingenious water pumping system. Mm. But when you read the information on this staircase, yes. this stairwell, which was actually 
very, very small. Yes. Um, so they must have been very, very big people. Mm. Um, part of the deal is that you, you actually see, because the Moors had Christian slaves yes. that used to bring the water up from the river up that staircase yes. daily. Yes. So is that the ingenious uh, water system? Well, pump they system? didn't have to do it. Well, but yeah, didn't well, they? Yeah, there yeah, was um, know, crosses carved into. Oh the, yeah, yeah. You the actually see the like the Christian crosses that supposedly. Mm. I mean, anybody could have done it, but the, the story goes, the legend goes that yeah, they were made by the Christian slaves. Mm. So it's pretty impressive being able to walk across the bridge, go into this the the royal sort of gardens area area, and then go down this you know, narrow, windy staircase all the way to the bottom of the gorge and see all this stuff, you know. And I don't think a lot of people in that go to Ronda actually know you can do that. Yeah, well, the La Casa del Rey uh, Moro Gardens, or what, Hardines? Hardines. Hardines, Hardines, because Liam has a go at me about saying sometimes my Spanish pronunciation. Now, do you know who they were designed by? Pronunciation. No. <laughs> they were designed by Jean-Claude Forestier. Oh, yeah. yeah. And our, that was my next guess. Yeah, and he also designed the Maria Luisa Park in Seville. Oh, ah, yeah. yeah. See, that's and that's one of your favourite parks yeah. in yeah. Well, Spain. Well, it is because it's close to the, close to the Plaza de España. My favourite park in Spain, Zaragoza or Retiro Park in Madrid. But let's, you know, um, Maria, Maria Luisa Park was very nice indeed. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, so nice. it's terrace gardens with yeah. canals and fountains. That's yeah. the, sure. the and, garden and, Well, and what this garden's got that the others haven't is a views to die for. You know, the uh, because you're up on the edge of the gorge there. You know, oh, you look, at it is. It's, it's uh, how can, what's the word to describe it? Mm. Um, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Is, is that no, that's not the <laughs> well, right just, word. Well, it's just it's 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 something that you don't ever like see very often. You know, like, like it's a natural, unique, isn't it? Unique. Yeah. 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 Anyway, mm. let's. So let we we finish that. Lyle's a bit puffed, so we, obviously he needed a um a, a, a cold drink, didn't you, darling? So yeah. So we needed to find somewhere for Lyle to have a cold Sylvester and um, what you didn't have one. I was going to say, and I decided I would, well, I would join him. You didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> going to let me drink alone, were you? What so, a girl! What a girl! Hey, um, what do you say, Hurley Burley? What a girly! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know whether the hell that go with anyway. Esposa. Esposa. Um, so on the other side of the um, gorge, which. Um, that we're talking about is um, like a lovely is the cathedral with a really beautiful bell tower. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. the Iglesia de Santa Maria la Mejor. La Mejor. Yeah, and that's uh, located in Ronda's Town Hall Square. Yeah, and where we had lunch was the Plaza de Cuesta de Pasen at the Cafe Mondragon. I. You're unbelievable. Am I? I thought I was good just getting the plaza. I don't know. I remember that. But the there's a beautiful little garden in the square, and the the bell tower on this cathedral is one of the most beautiful. It's not the highest or anything, but it's quite intricate. The the decoration around it, and it's certainly once again I've got pictures of that, and I just I love that. And there was a guy playing. Acoustic guitar. Yeah, you know. Spanish guitar. Spanish guitar, yeah. and um, It was just a beautiful day. It was beautiful weather. It wasn't too hot. And he's sitting under, I assume, orange trees or whatever yeah. it is. 
and we're having lunch and the music was spectacular. Yeah. So we're underneath the, um, the, the bell tower, you know, on the terrace, uh, you know, in, in the square. Um, yeah, so it was yeah, beautiful. And that part of town wasn't, wasn't so busy. Um, no, no, it wasn't at all. Yeah. Um, not that it was that far, you know, you know, probably no, no. a couple of hundred metres from the from the bridge. But so yeah, you, you definitely just need to just go a little bit further in Ronda to get away from the from the crowds because the busloads of tourists come in. Or you know, um, I guess it's a good day trip from lots of the places on the coast at um, on the Costa de Sol. So um, yeah, you could get there from Seville, Granada. Yeah, yeah. So it's all the all those places. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly, and. You know, there was quite a lot of buses coming in when we when we were there. Um, so yeah, we we had a, a really nice lunch at the Cafe Mondragon there, and so then it was time, unfortunately, to head home. But we decided that, or not decided, we thought that it'd be a really nice spot to spend a night if you had a chance in, um, you know, in Ronda because you know at the end of the day when the tourists go. Um, you know, and the lights come on and, you know, that the gorge lit up and everything would just be amazing. And there, there's a Parador, isn't there? Yes, there's Parador de, uh, de Ronda. Yeah. Um, I had a look um, on booking.com. That's uh, €180 Euro a night. Okay. Which, which isn't is, cheap. Well, yeah. that's uh, 270 270 yeah. Australian. Is it um, on the cliff? Like, is uh, it? Is it's it ten a... minutes on foot from the old town. Right. It's got breathtaking views. Okay, so it will of be... the gorge yes. and uh, Puente Nuevo. It's got a swimming pool, breakfast is included, and it's got an underground parking. Yeah. Well, uh, look, to be honest, it looked pretty flash. Yeah. And I, I reckon if we went back, we'd go there. I don't think you'd let me not go there. Yeah. I... I just think it'd be lovely to, um, to yeah, to see, see it at night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said to Leanne, oh, they wouldn't have it lit up at night, and she just looked at me like I had two heads. Lyle, don't be ridiculous. And if they did, which they more than likely would, it would be unbelievable. Well, every other Spanish city we've been to, which is you know, lights up well over monuments. forty, everything's lit up. We haven't been to one yet that hasn't. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. If that was the case, it, yeah. like it'd be. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty awesome, the whole thing. So after lunch, um, we um, had to head back, as I said, and um, Lyle decided there was a walkway that said, you know, bottom of the gorge here, you know, for better photos. It was like a track down this time. And, um, you know, as you can see in the, the video that I put on um, Instagram, I wasn't real happy about that. But we didn't have to go the kilometre walk. Um, we got about halfway and there was a really good vantage point to to look back. Um, from sort of halfway down back towards the, the bridge. Puente Nuevo Bridge, yeah, which was a really fabulous vantage spot to, to get a, fabulous photos of the bridge and yeah, the gorge. Yeah, you've got some really good photos. And, and the, you know, the buildings right on the edge of the gorge as well. So after that, we headed back up, you know, ready to catch our our bus back and we came across this little tapas bar. Do you remember this place? Uh, no, we stopped. We, no, we, before we went oh. there, we actually went and we found uh, a little bar because we were really quite thirsty. Uh, the Plaza del Socorro. Uh, and um, that was really nice. That was a square surrounded by bars, restaurants and terraces. Beautiful view of the Nuestra Senora del Socorro uh, Church. And that's not far from where the, that shopping street I was talking about with all the beautiful... Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But that was nice. And, and, yeah. like, and you're sort of sitting there having a drink and you're looking at the, the, the church there. It, it's uh, it's beautiful. But and, and it wasn't too busy there either. Yeah, I think, you know, 
a day trip, sure, look, mm. absolutely. But, yeah, as Leanne said, I think it would have been nicer to stay overnight and just to probably take a little bit more time. But then, yeah, we when we got to back to the bus station... Well, before we got back to the bus station... Yeah. Um, can I tell us something? Sure. There was another bar that we stopped at because we were a bit early. That's what I was just about to say. Oh, okay. And it was the cheapest, the yummiest tapas mm-hmm. that we'd had, you know, in weeks and weeks. Like, it was amazing food. And the wine was, I think the wine, I think the wine was so cheap. A buck, uh, like a euro eighty cents. Yeah. I think it was the cheapest mm. wine we had in um, in Spain. In Spain, about a, it was a buck eighty cents, and it was a Vadejo, Rueda Vadejo, and it was beautiful. Yeah, and the food was really nice. And too. the food was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but they we only were... called in there because we were running, we were too early for the bus. So. Yeah, um, which is unlike me to be early for. Transport, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't bother me. I just meant, just meant I could sneak I, another glass of Ravino in. And I had to um, build up my courage for the trip down there. <laughs> Although True. this time I knew which side of the bus not to sit on. And, um, yeah, it, um, I, no, generally going down is not as bad. So, yeah, so we ended up back down in Marbella at the bus station and headed back to our gorgeous apartment very close to the, the Plaza de Naranjos and um, we finished our, our week in Marbella, very happy and just loved every everything about it, yeah. you know, it's, as I said, it's glamorous, um, it does have some history, but you know, the little towns you can go to, are, are, are day trips are beautiful, the, the walk to, past the Dali sculptures to the beach and the sandcastles and the restaurants and the bars and, you know, like... Um, yeah, we it, it my bee is, is is very glamorous and certainly worth worth um, a visit. I know we say that all the time, um, but it but I think is. if you like for for younger people, um, sure. uh, whether it be singles or you know young couples, um, the nightlife and not that we actually did that, but it's um, a lot it's what it's famous mm. for. So um, alrighty, yeah. well let's finish up with Lyle. What was your where was your favourite place to have a glass of wine? Uh, good question. That is a good um, question. It's not like you didn't know it was coming. No, that's true. Oh <laughs> my! All right. While he's thinking, look, I've got a few, but I am going to say my favourite place to have um, a glass of wine was at um, in um, Ochen at um, uh, the Hotel Mondo with Janet and Michael. So Good call. Yeah. I was thinking that too because yeah. that was so nice. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But the uh, second one? Well, I was going to say having dinner with them that night. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, look, I think probably Rhonda. Yeah, you'd have to say Rhonda or Porta Banos. Yeah, because the Ronda. views in Rhonda, like the, the over the bridge and... and well, just the atmosphere just, of where we were, had that lunch. Yeah, show. it was pretty special. Yeah, okay. Um, and I thought I might ask you a quick quiz question. Seeing we're in Marbella, it'll be easy. Well, can I didn't you, know how many metres above sea. Like you did. But can you tell me three Spanish cities starting with the letter S? Seville. Right. Santander. Yeah. Salamanca. Salamanca. What about three Spanish cities starting with the letter A? Almeria. Yes. Almaneca. That's an easy one. Oh. oh. Um, it's hard when you have to think on the spot. Elmaria. Think Elmanica. Santa Barbara. Oh. 
<laughs> the one that you've got to be careful yeah, how you yeah, say yeah, it. Alicante. That's it. Yeah, good job. I've got a few more, but I might keep them for another episode. You got any jokes for us? Not that you'll let me tell. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's the end of our um, podcast on Marbella. As I said, please um, take the time to go and have a look at our Instagram uh, and, and scroll across the story highlights to um, Marbella. Um, our website will have all the show notes and pictures that goes with this episode at beachtravelwine.com. And look, I know that um, we, Lyle and I listen to a lot of podcasts and people are always saying, you know, it really helps us if you rate and review. And, you know, I never did it until I started my own podcast because, you know, you're out doing stuff and you, and you just don't think to do it. And so I've started doing it because, you know, I know how much it means to podcasters to do it. So, you know, if you, if you have a chance to do that for us on Apple or Spotify or any of the podcast apps you, you're um, listening on, give us a, um, a rating and a review. You know, it, it does help us be found and shown to other people that might be interested in a travel podcast. See you or no? See. All right. Hasta luego. Yes. Hasta luego. <laughs>